Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 235 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the transforming, transformative creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio. Can you guess what the theme for June is based on my goofy description here? Come on, you can do it. Guess. <laughs> like I can hear you. Um, I posted a podcast on Patreon yesterday announcing this month's theme, which is clearly transformation transformation yay that is because of those of you who posted on facebook i asked what subjects you would like me to talk about what themes i should talk about um this summer and transformation was a popular recommendation so i am going with transformation this month because i think it rolls off of last month's theme of decluttering and feng shui perfectly because I was just in the thick of transformation. I still am transforming your home to transform your life. So I am primed and pumped to talk about transformation this month. And in that podcast, um, I emphasize the need to recognize that incremental change is where it's at when it comes to creating lasting transformation. So I am repeating that here for those of you who are not hanging out with me on Patreon because it's something I hope that um, you'll keep in mind as we move through this month's theme. Lasting quality transformation is often, not always I guess, but often created incrementally, one step at a time. So it's good to know that and to have patience. Um, Having said that, Let us move on to today's subject, which is the courage to take responsibility for your own transformation. And uh, this might be a short episode because I know quite concisely what it is I want to say, but we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Maya Angelou once said that courage is the most important of all virtues, which is a pretty bold statement. Courage is the most important of all the virtues. And I actually think she's onto something there because it really takes courage to not only face the hardships or challenges of life, but also to co-create our lives with intention. And uh, that's worth thinking about. Courage is the most important of all virtues. It, it also, when you think about the different virtues of life, um, Most of them require courage. So it's an interesting statement, but I was thinking about it in terms of responsibility, the courage that it takes uh, to actually take responsibility for your own transformation. I think that sometimes in the New Age community, we rely too heavily on magic or the law of attraction to create the manifestations and transformations we desire and therefore we don't create them at all (laughs) 
we keep trying to create the same things over and over and over again and being like, damn it, this vision board is bullshit. We rip it off the wall and throw it in the trash. <laughs> uh, I think that that is because in that case, we don't have the courage to face the responsibility those changes actually demand. I have personally experienced magic that worked on its own, just by itself, like bibbidi-bobbidi-boop, without the assistance of elbow grease. And those moments are always a thrill, <laughs> very memorable and exciting. But they're a thrill because it doesn't always work like that. They're a thrill because they're the exception. And I suspect that's because when you do a spell or set an intention that is then mysteriously and magically fulfilled by the universe like lickety-split, when you enter into that place where instant magic becomes real, you're actually tapping into the flow that is already on its way to you, the flow that was meant for you, the soul flow, if you will, and that whatever spell you did was an act of removing whatever final resistance you had to that flow. Does that make sense? Like you're saying yes to what, what is meant for you. It was already meant for you. It's uh, finally saying yes to what has been knocking on your door all along. Asking you shall receive as long as it's meant for you. <laughs> and that's not to say that magic that requires a bit more effort is not meant for you. It's just to say that the process is. The process is... A, is what is meant for you. Because what you need, perhaps, even more than the desired transformation is the process that will take you there. Maybe that's what your soul is actually looking for. You know, the journey is the destination, or as I like to say, the journey is the creation. And uh, what we're going to get out of the journey, I think, is often the exact thing that we need. And so maybe it's a blessing in disguise that we can't just snap our fingers and magical, you know, just what's a good word? Abracadabra, poof. <laughs> we have like what we, what we want. Uh, this would be a weird world if that was possible too. It would be extraordinarily chaotic as like everybody's just like, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. I don't, how would we exist in a world like that? Really, when you think about it, which again, brings up the word co-creating. Uh, and I guess that's where responsibility comes into play and meeting the universe halfway um, is getting on, on board with that journey <laughs> and meeting the universe halfway. And really, chances are, if the transformation you desire is one you have wanted for a very long time, I would say chances are there is some internal shadow stuff that needs to be unraveled first. Or, or both, one or, one or both, some real world requirements need to be met. Like you can't go from a mushy squish ball to buns of steel by casting even the most elaborate, herb-infused, astrologically timed, gods invoked, chance chanted spell around. <laughs> you cannot get buns of steel that way. There is no, there is no magic spell for that. You're going to have to move your ass. You can do a spell to 
change your heart, change your mind, improve your energy levels to get to the place where you can move your ass and create the buns of steel, or to maybe open up open up some finances so you can pay for that gym membership or something like that. But you're still going to have to move your ass. <laughs> and you can't become a brain surgeon by creating a super groovy vision board. You're going to have to get an education and preferably a license. And then you're going to have to find some some patients, some customers. <laughs> I'm I'm stating the obvious here, but I feel like these broader, obvious examples are, are good enough, right? Apply it to your own life. <laughs> and then before I continue on responsibility, um, I also want to circle back on courage to point out another reason that courage is often required in the making of a dream or a desired transformation. It takes courage and a certain strength of conviction to carry on with your transformation in the midst of so much naysaying, not to mention self-doubt. The naysayers fuel the self-doubt big time, and that is a major dream killer. I was just talking about this yesterday with a friend of mine, um, an old co-worker of mine from Warner Brothers. We met up for lunch. We haven't seen each other for years, and... Uh, she asked me about a ring I was wearing. I like kept, I was, she had a little baby and I was playing around with this baby and I kept showing him my ring. <laughs> and uh, I explained to her that a friend of mine custom made the ring for me because um, I guess to thank me for, I had helped her with her uh, music career. I had tried to help her and um, put some energy into that. And so years later, she made me this ring to thank her. And my friend from Warner Brothers was like, oh, well, you've always been like that. You're always helping people. And I was like, I am? <laughs> it like took me a second. I was like, huh. Because I think I know I'm doing that now. Like I'm doing that as a coach. And I actually did that with my other business, Koshi. I supported um, independent women, artists, and mu musicians. Like I put together a music compilation. And I sold wares from independent uh, artists and designers and musicians. And when she said that, Warner Brothers was before all of that. And I was like, huh, yeah, I guess I am like that. And then it like clicked for me. And I was like, you know what it is? I like dreamers. I like to support people who have like a special dream in their heart because they don't usually get support. Often their own families make fun of them or put them down or try to talk them into something else. Uh, their spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends can give them a hard time about it. Sometimes they don't have very many friends that are supporting them. So I guess I just like to be that person. And I think that us dreamers need to stick together. We need to support each other. And um, that can give you a little boost in the courage department. But we don't always have someone that's just going to come along and be like, let me support you. Although you can hire a coach if you really, really need that. If you need... You need a little extra boost of courage and accountability. Somebody will that will help you hold yourself responsible, right? Um, but that I just wanted to mention that when I'm talking about the courage <laughs> that it takes to take on the responsibility of creating a real transformation. I guess I'm talking about bigger, big transformations. You know, like um, 
life-changing transformations. Is that, am I repeating myself by saying life-changing transformations? <laughs> transformations that change your life, the big ones. Um, and it's important to understand that deliberately creating a transformation of any consequence in your life, a big transformation, it's going to require that you meet the responsibilities of that. Like the second you throw that pebble in, in the pond, the ripples are going to begin. And um, so if you want to physically transform the shape of your body, to go back to that example, you're probably going to have to consistently work out incrementally um, consistently work out in a way that is in alignment with the outcome you desire. You're going to have to change your diet and then you're going to have to be prepared to deal with the unexpected because unexpected things pop up along the way. Um, and that is what responsibility is all about. The ability to respond. First, you must respond appropriately to your own desire, right? And by like, meeting the universe halfway by showing up for yourself. That is an act of responsibility. And then you're probably going to have to respond to unexpected variables and twists and turns. The same is true if you're looking to transform your home, your career, your relationships, your self-image. In this way, you not only create the transformation you desire, but you strengthen your faith in yourself, right? So that's, again, why maybe it's the journey that's meant for you and not the destination per se. The destination is awesome. It's a goal. It's something to move for. But maybe that's what meeting the universe halfway is about. It's about strengthening your faith in yourself and developing new skills and hopefully just enjoying the journey along the way. And then that you can take with you into all areas of life. So even if you're just working on your buns of steel, you might find that it ends up empowering you in your love life or in your career. Like who knew a good buck could do all that? <laughs> and I'm a big believer in choosing just one area of life at a time to transform because real transformation requires an intensity of focus but also because I have learned over the years that changing one area of your life ends up changing them all, often in surprising ways. And the confidence boost alone, it, it does wonders, you know? And uh, so just pick one thing at a time. I used to make huge, crazy lists of all the things. I wanted to change my life overnight. I was unhappy with who I was is the truth of it. I did not recognize it at the time. I thought I was unhappy because of the circumstances of my life. And what I learned is I was a person who had to meet the universe halfway. I had to get on board with the journey because I had to change who I was incrementally. And I did that by slowly and reluctantly <laughs> at first learning to take responsibility for my own life and mustering up the courage to do that. And uh, that really has been incremental and a very long process for me. And I'm so glad because if I would have gotten all the stuff that I wanted, like abracadabra poof with some cool magic spell, I would have had all the stuff. And then I would have been even more, I think, uh, in despair 
I'm perplexed because the problem wasn't that I didn't have all the stuff. The problem was I was unhappy with myself. So um, I speak from experience. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes, you know, try the magic spell and see what happens. You know, chances are you're going to have to meet the universe halfway. And when I say that, I mean take action incrementally over a long period of time. And I do realize that uh, responsibility, can't even say it right. I have to be like, responsibility. (laughs) Responsibility. It is not the sexiest word. And really, it's like a bummer in certain contexts, right? Like it sounds like something crappy, you know, your least favorite teacher would say (laughs) or a parent or something like that. Uh, But when I think of it as the ability to respond, which I talk about a lot because that was a big shift for me, um, words always do it for me. Like words and metaphors can really, I guess because I'm an air sign, like that stuff really works on me. So when I went from thinking of just responsibility, like some bummer of a word, to breaking it down into the ability to respond, I actually found it really exciting. In that way, the co-creative process of magic, law of attraction, or deliberate creation of any kind, it becomes like an interactive co-creative experience. It's kind of fun. Um, your, your, your cause is creating an effect, and the universe then responds to that cause in kind, and then you respond to the universe's respond. And it's kind of like a witchy game of checkers, you know? <laughs> like, you make a move, and then the universe makes a move, and you make a w- move, and the universe makes a move. And as long as you have the ability to respond, the game keeps on going. As long as you can keep your cool and remember to not take the game too seriously. And there is a certain lightness of being that lends itself very well to playing the game of life. And uh, isn't it funny how Wonder Woman just killed it at the box office on its opening weekend, right? And like most superhero movies do. And action movies, you know, with like 007 or Indiana Jones or Bruce Willis or Tom Cruise. Like they battle the, you know, bad guy after bad guy after bad guy after bad guy. Like one cool, tough guy response at a time. (laughs) Yes. I'm a child of the 80s. Those are all 80s references now. (laughs) I realize as I hear that coming out of my mouth. Um, But isn't it interesting how... We like flocked the theaters en masse to live those heroic journeys vicariously. You know, like eating popcorn in the safety of a chair in the dark. Or um, we play all these video games now in which we get to almost be the hero. Like that's even more vicarious. Like we, we have that experience even more intensely, like virtual reality. Um, yet we were struggled to do so in our own lives when for most of us, the stakes are much lower than an army of bloodthirsty zombies or supervillains coming after us with all they've got. <laughs> we love to watch Tom Cruise uh, battle the zombies, but we can't even deal with like, you know, the laundry piling up in the corner of our homes. <laughs> we like to pretend we're the hero tough guy, but then like we can't confront the male. <laughs> It's like we've all become armchair heroes, uh, too afraid to be the heroes of our own life, our own lives. 
When really I am telling you that as much courage is required and the ability to respond is required of creating like a lasting quality transformation, a simple lightness of being or a joy in playing the game, it can give you just the edge you need to create whatever transformation you're looking to create. Joy, lightness of being, a touch of patience, (laughs) a good sense of humor. It doesn't have to be a struggle. You can fail and get back up and try again and fail and get back up and try again without beating yourself up about it. You can laugh off every fall and play to win just like you do when you're playing a virtual reality game. Really. But this life, when you think about it, is your virtual reality game. It's your reality game. So play it like the magical creature you are. You are a wizard. You are a witch. You are a kick-ass (laughs) co-creator. And you not only have the ability to respond, you have the courage to go with it. Those things are in you somewhere. I know they are. And I hope this podcast helped you find it. And I hope you're excited about this month's theme of transformation. Let's have some fun with this thing. I am open to suggestions. If if there's a particular kind of transformation you're looking to create, uh, I would be happy to address that here or in a video or a newsletter or something, uh, depending on on what the request is. And uh, until we meet again, happy June, happy transformation. Much love to you. Peace.